Hello, Joe. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to everyone listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We have been friends for over 15 years, and every single week we call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. Yes, we do. That's what we do every single week without fail. We never, ever miss a week. It's what we do. It's what we do. How are you? What's going on? You know, I was just listening to this theme song, this, uh, this libelous theme song. The slanderous theme song where it says griping about some twink romance. As you know, I'm currently involved in a twink romance. And I'm going to tell you something. I know. Shocking. (laughs) I'm going to tell you something. He uh, he and I were talking about this last night. We're five months in and I have nothing to gripe about. Nothing. Oh, here's something scandalous. (laughs) What? Good story. <laughs> no, that's not, that's not my personal story. But here's a story. This was not. This is not a story. So, this it actually involves a show too. So uh, I used this uh, Amazon Prime to back up my photos. Because you know when oh. you have Amazon Prime, just a little commercial for Amazon Prime. If you have Amazon Prime, you have unlimited photo storage that comes with your Amazon Prime account. Okay. So I use the app and I use the service to back up all my iPhone photos. All right. Okay. And I went on there for some godforsaken reason. I know yesterday. nothing about this, by the way. You don't really? No. Uh-uh. Do you, do I'm a have... Prime user too. I don't know. Yeah, 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 go, yeah. Go yeah, on, yeah. It comes with your service, unlimited photo storage. Anyway, do you just do you like sync your phone so like every photo you take gets stored there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess I could do that. Yeah, super easy. You don't have to pay for this. Well, I pay for iTunes and other things too for other reasons, but not iTunes, but the. I have I I pay now for the iCloud and Dropbox. Dropbox is for the Afterthought mm-hmm. Media stuff, but uh, I don't know why. There's a reason I pay for the iCloud. Oh, because I'm so sick of the goddamn fucking notifications that are like you've used up because of my iMessage. I'm not gonna go. I would rather pay the ninety nine cents a month than go and clear up all my text messages. Okay, I just don't want to deal with it. Anyway, the point is this. I go on this Amazon Prime photo yesterday. I don't remember why. I must have been looking for a photo or something. And it, it does one of those things where it says, on this day and this date, this is what happened, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> now, usually it's just nonsense. You know, I went to the taco truck or something, right? And um, what's so funny is it said, on this day in 2014, so November 11th, 2014, I went with Cameron and Daniel Brewer and Nico Martinez to the Magic Castle, right? Oh, uh-huh. But then also, Cam and I went to the bathhouse afterwards. Remember that legendary episode four years ago where everyone was just so happy? That was with four our, years ago? That was four years ago, Mike Lawson. Four wow. years ago. And... uh and, but also with it, remember, I, the, Cameron and I did like a very, very, very dirty photo shoot at the bathhouse. <gasps> I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't? Like did naked? I, oh, you know what? We didn't talk about that, I think, on the show. And now, it just got classier and classier. Yeah, yeah it, it was all uphill from there, you know? <laughs> uh, so, uh, but the point is, I'm saying is, 
Then my phone all of a sudden, because it's the, it's the, this date four years ago, is just full of like Cameron's asshole and his balls and dick oh and shit God. like that. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was weird. When when you were saying that you automatically sync to I I to Amazon Prime or whatever, yeah. that's kind of what goes through my head. Like there's some photos like not I mean, I'm not taking tons of dick pics and stuff, yeah. but like, oh, what is this like pimple on my back? And I can't see it so i like reach my phone back and take a photo so i can look at it mm-hmm. like i don't necessarily need that memory come popping up in a year yeah you know it, it so, so here's what I, yes i get what you're saying and so that does oops that does happen and so i occasionally i think once a quarter go through and clear out any pictures i wouldn't want memories of I've kept yeah. the camera. In fact, actually, I think I talked about this in the show, and this is where Amazon Prime comes in. When Cameron and I broke up, I took all the pictures off my phone, and I made sure they were in a special folder on Amazon Prime. I don't want to get rid of them. And so that's where they are. They actually exist okay. in Amazon Prime in a folder. But it was okay. four years ago since I uh, basically did a proctology exam on him. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, I'm going to sync to Amazon Prime today. That's a goal of mine for this evening oh, or this yeah. afternoon after we hang up. Well, it's going to happen. Know. Well, thanks so, for that. Anyway, what's going on with you? Um, well, I wanted to tell you. So la- on the last episode, we kind of talked about – I went on a date a couple times with this dude named Ben. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. Um, I shared a picture with you. We talked yeah. about him. I forget what we talked about, but I remember we did talk about it. So uh, this past weekend, we had set up a time <laughs> for our third date. Okay? Yes. Mm-hmm. We were going to go – I was going to – he live. we don't live super close to one another. Mm-hmm. I was going to go to kind of his hood, and we were going to do dinner, watch a movie, yeah. basic date. Mm-hmm. And third date, we're still, like, pretending we have manners. Mm-hmm. We're still kind of, like, trying to impress one another, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So he picks me up from the train station, and he's, yeah. like, showing me around town and, like, being, like – very polite and he's just a really nice man yeah. he's kind of like um he he's a top button button kind of guy mm-hmm. like at work he is very professional mm-hmm. um he works for a large tech company mm-hmm. um up here in the bay and he he's just very professional he's young you know he's like young in his career mm-hmm. um he his education was weird and he kind of just finished it. So like he's starting his new career and he's like, I don't know. He's a serious man is what I'm trying to say, but, but, but we're having fun. Let me, and ask you a question. Let me stop this- you right here. It, should I make a note right now? Episode 234 uh, on the episode 300 retrospective. This is like, and this is the first time Mike mm-hmm. ever really talked about Ben. Well, so like if you ask me, like a, a couple months ago, I would have been like, hey, this is my Shonda Rhimes year of yes. I'm yeah. like just going to go do my shit and like mm-hmm. enjoy my life. Sure. But I'm kind of getting to the point now where that's kind of exhausting. Yeah. I also have like – I have like some medical shit. I have some dental shit that I have to take care of that's hella expensive. Mm-hmm. And so I'm kind of also like year of yes but also year of frugal and those aren't super compatible. Mm-hmm. And so – I'm I don't know. I'm not in any rush to get into any sort of relationship. I mm-hmm. think that that hasn't done me well in the past and I, you know. So I'm dating the I'm dating people. Yeah. But no, I I wouldn't write a note down just mm-hmm. yet. Um and wait for this story and see if you change your mind. Oh, okay. So we sit, we go he takes me to this restaurant. I mean, it's Thai food. It's nothing like super fancy, but mm-hmm. it is 
on the spectrum of Thai food, it's kind of like trendier, um, hipstery, mm-hmm. expensive kind of place. Mm-hmm. So does it come on a we plate? Down, with a what? Does the food come on a plate? Yes. Okay, go on. What else would it come on? Well, I think the more hipster you get, it'll come on like a, a plank of wood or oh, like, sure. know, an oversized spoon or something like that. Something like it. Yeah. <laughs> So we're talking, we're eating, we're enjoying t- our time, and we're going to go see A Star is Born after after this, right? So mm-hmm. we're, like, keeping an eye on the clock, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's wrapping up. Um, we're kind of done, almost done with our food. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, he gets quiet. And I, he, he, we were kind of having a back and forth, and I just, he just got quiet, and I kind of was just letting it happen. And then he starts turning purple. Okay. And I realize, oh, he's choking. He's yeah. not just not talking. He's actually about to die. Okay. And so I'm like, are you okay? And he kind of motions like, no. And he grabs his water and he he has a full glass of water. He puts the whole glass of water into his mouth. But it turns out he can't swallow. So then he spits the whole glass of water out. And Joey, I don't know how he did it, but he like pushed – air out and food came out of his mouth snot came out of both nostrils mm-hmm. and and then and i like throw napkins at him and then he does you like throw, a, wait, wait, you throw <gasps> napkins at him well he just spit an entire glass of water onto like the table and our laps so yeah i just like throw napkins like my my cloth napkin i like put into this puddle of snot mm-hmm. food and water mixture mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then he goes <gasps> But, like, loud. I can't do it because it'll, like, screw up audio. Uh Loud, where Uh every single person in the restaurant turns to look at us. Yeah. And then he goes, "Ah, I can't breathe. And then he just keeps doing, "Ah," like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm paralyzed. What do I do? What Like, what do you do? He He's speaking, so he's, like, his airway is now cleared. But he got, like, a mushroom cap lodged in his windpipe. And it was just stuck there. Well, if he plays the card right, he'll have the same problem later. And so then he, he like, he's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Because he's like covered in snot and water. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. So he gets up and goes to the bathroom. And I'm like, uh, check. <laughs> check, please. And so, the I mean, the waiter's nice to us and like gets us a, some more napkins to kind of like clean up the mess and whatever. But like. Then we just leave. But I was just paralyzed. Like he basically like vomited and water and snot all over the table. And then afterward, he's like, mm, "Let's go." <laughs> he doesn't acknowledge that he just almost died. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> I, I got to be careful here because I know this is a story that I'm going to get phone calls about <laughs> later, and uh, I can already imagine Boo Hecker texting us about how this proves you're a killer. So the guy you're on a date with is yeah. choking. Okay. Yeah. And are you are you going to claim that I should have done more? Well, do you know how to do the Heimlich maneuver? Or could you say like, "Excuse me, help! This person's choking," or or was, or, or was with, it so fast that you didn't even have time? Well, like within. So first of all, it's like uh, I realize he's turning purple and can't breathe, and then the second later, he's like gasping for air. So like. It's done already. There wasn't like I needed to save him. It wasn't like he was like sitting there just unable to breathe. 
Do you follow me? Like, okay, so let me ask you it took question. care of itself. <clears throat> so, so very quickly, it took care of itself. That actually yeah. happened to me at dinner the other day, believe it or not. Uh, I, I, a piece of kale got caught in my throat, and I just couldn't. I was able to breathe, but it was like, <gasps> like that, you know? Just like, <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. But it cleared itself. But I, it was one of the things where I couldn't talk really well for like two minutes or three minutes after. Anyway. Fucking kale. Stupid kale. Anyway, here's my question to you. What do you, what do you say to him while this is going on besides throwing napkins at him? Well, like, I put my hand on him and I'm like, I, I, I did ask, like, is there something I can do? Yeah. But Joey, he's like, I can't breathe. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. not giving me clear instructions. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know really what's going on. Um, but like, he's speaking. So I know he can breathe. He can, he's getting air. Mm-hmm. And so we just like leave the snot and vomit on the table and we go watch a star is born. Like nothing happened. Well, hold on now. I have a lot of questions. So did, yeah. was this ever addressed after dinner? Well, no, not that night really, to be honest. Cause I, I kind of felt embarrassed for him, not embarrassed for him, but like what good does it like he must have been embarrassed. Snot came out of both nostrils and he's not the type of person to show show that kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're not farting in in front of each other just yet. Yeah. And so it, I kind of just like didn't say anything because I was like, well, if he wants to talk about it, he will. Mm-hmm. Um but the, I we have since text messaged. Well, that's that's an interesting thing to talk about too. But we've since texted, mm-hmm. and I said something like, "Remember that time that I saved your life in the Thai restaurant?" Mm-hmm. And so, like, that was the only acknowledgement that we've really kind of had about it because I've like made a couple jokes about it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so let me ask you a different question. But, did, did now? Yeah. Uh, now I'm going to ask you a series of questions before this event, before this dinner. Were you sexually attracted to him? Yeah. Okay. After the dinner, were you sexually attracted to him? Yeah. So what's interesting, Joey, is so we get – I get down – so he lives in like um, kind of – I guess San Jose. Okay. And so I get to San Jose and in my head the whole time I'm thinking like, oh, fuck. I have to take the train back so I should leave at this time. That will get me back at that time. Kind of like – doing all those calculations and then when i get there and we start talking he's like okay so uh this is kind of the town whatever and i live over here and so in the morning when i drive you to the train station i was like oh wait what and but i didn't fight it because like it was a fucking pain in the ass to get there and like Mm -hmm. leaving at you know 11 o'clock at night i'm getting home at like almost one o'clock it's like a long train ride what's wrong i'm just listening to the song i don't know this song at all you don't know this song Uh uh-uh It's just what an old queen I am. So anyway, we watch A Star is Born. We go back to his place. Uh-huh. We sleep. Was there, was there any A Star is Born later? No, and there was no choking either. We had a, a decent night of just sleeping and um, a good morning. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> so wait, so what are so, you feeling? You, let me, so let me ask you this question because... I guess I have a different point of view. I think if I would have experienced this with someone that I liked 
and I was, you know, starting the dating process with, I actually think it for me personally, it would humanize them in a way. And I, sure. would, I would actually, in a weird kind of way, felt I felt shared something not very special. It happens to everybody, but like a very like like you, you, like you said, like you said, we're not even at the place where we're farting in front of each other, and to have that happen, it it, it forms some kind of bond. Do you see it in that kind of way, or how do you see it? It's interesting. I as I was I was kind of alluding to earlier. Like he texts weird. I think we actually talked about that. Like mm-hmm. he's one of those like super slow text messengers. Yeah. So like he'll he'll text you like once or twice a day, but it's like he'll respond to your text once or twice a day, but it's like oh, he just picked up his phone and he's connected for the next few minutes and then you won't hear from him until like the next day or like whatever. And so like I don't know, we don't we haven't talked very much. Like mm-hmm. we so I don't know. He's also traveling, which is weird. He's like in Nashville right now. So like, um, we just haven't really connected kind of since then. So I don't know. I don't know where. I don't I have no idea where it's going. And I'm, I guess I'm okay with that. Or let me rephrase. I want to be okay with that. <laughs> have you been on more dates since then? Oh shit, Joe. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I met with him. I, oh, with him? No, yeah. no. Oh. I haven't seen him since. Uh, he dropped me at the train station. Let me ask you a different question. Since he's since this happened, have has he seen your penis? Since his, no, no. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you predict he'll see your penis again? He hasn't seen my penis. <gasps> I just said that. What do you mean? Ever? Yeah, he hasn't seen my penis. We haven't had sex. I felt about that. That's the beginning. Do you know the way to San Jose? Okay. Um. Yeah. What? Oh, I thought. You see, I thought you were kind of like a, a, a like a, a a Lothario that you just wanted to sleep with everybody. So that you were just sleeping with these guys left and right. No, we're just hanging out, having oh. activity partners. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's romantic. Like we're we like touch each other and oh. make out and stuff. But like, oh, has he touched sex. it? He hasn't touched it <laughs> like maybe through un- like over underwear or something like we've been in underwear we slept together so like okay okay underwear. okay i see how it is okay has there been any sexual chemistry since he he vomited snot yeah i mean we slept together that night so yes and you made um, out yeah yeah could yeah. you taste the there, vomit there in was his chemistry mouth? and like during the wait, movie wait, wait. we were cuddling and stuff yeah could you taste the vomit that... in his mouth when you were making out with him ew <laughs> No, um, no. But like during the movie, since the star is born is so romantic, mm-hmm. um, you know, like we we were like whatever during the movie a little bit. Oh, I'm sure you felt very romantic in that end scene with Bradley Cooper. You were like, oh, yep, <laughs> I'm so turned on in that final scene. <laughs> Spoiler. Uh. <laughs> if you don't know how a star is born ends, though, that's your that's on you. Yeah. It ends with um, the what's going dead. on with you? Do you have stories that you want to tell me? Oh, my story! You have way better stories than I do this week. No one choked on and in front of me, but I'll tell you this. Uh, I was speaking of choking. Uh, a, a few weeks ago, the Johns and I went to go see a movie, and you know we always go to the ArcLight in Hollywood. That's our go-to theater. Okay, yeah. And the ArcLight Hollywood is built 
behind uh, a very famous movie theater called the Cinerama Dome in Hollywood, legendary movie theater, okay? And this movie theater, the Cinerama Dome, was celebrating its 55th anniversary this year. And to celebrate it, one of they were showing movies that famous movies that have been shown in the Cinerama Dome, but the big marquee one that they were promoting was they were going to show the very first film on the day that the Cinerama Dome opened, the exact 55th anniversary, they were going to show the movie that opened up the Cinerama Dome, which is It's a Mad, 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 Mad World. Have you ever heard of this Fine. movie? Yeah, of course. Okay. I'd heard of it, but I'd never seen it. Okay. <gasps> really? Yeah, I had never seen it. Oh, that surprises me. Yeah. So, the Johns and I, we decided to go see this movie at the Cinerama Dome, okay? And when we did, we, the seats we got were, like, the end of the row, just by chance, because the, the place was almost sold out, okay? So, we just got the seats at the end of the row, the last three seats in the row. So, I was like, okay, they're kind of excited about it. It's kind of interesting, you know? So, the day comes, and... After Buzz TV's Jay Ellis calls me, and he's like, what are you doing later? I'm trying to get together a, a group of people to go play trivia at this bar. And I like hanging out with After Buzz TV's Jay Ellis. So, I like bar trivia. Yeah, so do I. And I go, what, t- what time is this going on? He goes, it's going on at 8, but I was like, you know what? I have this movie, but I'll come over afterwards. He goes, yeah, what movie? I tell him. I go, it starts at 7. I go, yeah, I'll probably be there around 9. He goes, yeah, how long is the movie? I go, it's a comedy, like... How long could it be? Do you know how long this Fakakta movie is? It's two VHS tapes. I know that. Oh, you do? Yeah. My dad had it. Okay. I don't know if he still does, but my dad's a fan of that movie. Oh, is he? Okay. Okay. Then you're going to know what I'm talking about here. This Fakakta movie is three and a half hours long. Is there like an intermission in it too? Yes. There's an intermission. There's an over... They played... Because they played the original... Look. Okay. So... I look and go, oh my god, it's three and a half hours long. So I tell John Paul, I go, John Paul, do you know this movie's three and a half hours long? And he goes like, oh no. And I was like, thank god we're at the end of the row. Because I'm just going to leave after an hour or so. Leave when you want to leave. Yeah, leave when I want to leave, you know, whatever, who cares, you know. So he's like, yeah, it's a good idea. So we show up, right? Let me tell you something. Mike Lawson, we show up. The place is packed. We walk to our... They even have ushers walking into your seat, okay? Okay. We walk up with our popcorn and our jujubes and all this, right? Mm-hmm. There's three elderly, elderly men in our seats. Like, elderly. Like, like they're barely alive, okay? It looks like, it looks like they died and no one told them, okay? Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh my god! And and actually, the the seats that the usher goes, well, sit in those seats. They're right. They're actually better seats. They're right in the middle of the row. But now we are like, because it's sold out, we are in the Stop. exact middle of the row, and You're we not leaving early. We're not leaving. I'm not leaving early. So then I go, okay. Well, it starts at seven. You know, I'll leave at the intermission, right? Seven o'clock. This guy comes out. He tells you the the history of the movie theater. Right, the movie mm-hmm. still hasn't started yet. Right, then uh, uh, the history of the movie theater. Then they bring out the white, the director's wife, because everyone in the movie's dead. Okay, so they bring out the director's wife. She gives a whole long spiel about the movie. Then she brings out 
uh, a woman who is in the movie because she was very young in the movie. She plays a dance. See how well do you know the movie? The woman who's dancing with this guy. Uh, with I don't know. Ethel Merman's a, son. Okay, Ethel Merman's okay. son. Okay, and is dancing with some woman. And the woman who's dancing, when she comes out, she tells the long, long stories, you know, and she's going on. I'm looking at my watch. It's now we're, we're creeping up on eight. Then they bring on uh, 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 somebody who's in the movies, his son, and he comes out and talks. Mm-hmm. Mike, leave then, now. I, I, you know what? You're right. Because then they were like, and we're playing the original version of the movie, the entire run with an overture. And then they play an overture, and then oh, there's, by the way, there's a movie about making of the theater. We're gonna watch a movie, uh, so, Mike. The movie didn't start till after eight, okay. and I was stuck there till intermission. And so intermission comes, and uh, I find I did leave. The John's like, "You're really gonna leave?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's nine thirty. Well, yeah, that's the time you thought you were gonna get out anyway. So everything worked well. Yeah, but then Jay, I get look at my phone. Jay Ellis texted me like, "Ah, oh, no one wanted to go, so we didn't. Oh. We're not doing anything." <laughs> Yeah, so I just but went you home. got out. But I was still, Did I, you like the first half of the movie? Um, it was fine. Look, here's the thing. You see, you grew up with it, and I think that's the problem. Is a lot of the people in the, on the audience were older than me. It had nostalgic yeah. value. But then there were people who were younger than I was. Mike, so obviously you know this film. There's a scene when Jonathan Winters and these two guys at a gas station get in a fight, and the whole gas station falls apart, right? Because they're just fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Lawson. Jean-Paul and I looked at each other because the entire theater was in stitches, crying. They're falling out of their chair. And I was looking around like, okay, old people were laughing. But, like, there were young people who were, like, crying. I didn't think this scene was funny at all. Well, I think, like, if you think of that as, like, one of the first times or, like, back when that was, like, the way movies were done. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's funny. I think I get it. I can get it. I can get it. But I think if you grow up, like, in other words... I think I Love Lucy is so funny. Uh-huh. But don't you think you have to grow up with I Love Lucy? Perhaps. I remember I should I just my- watched. Go ahead. Last night I watched the Matrix movie, the first one. Yeah. Never seen it before. Okay. And it was good. It was okay. Mm-hmm. And like when I was watching these like fight scenes and like the like slow mo camera panning stuff that was mm-hmm. like super innovative at the time. Yeah. I'm like, mm, okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And I, I realized, like, that was probably, like, super cool mm-hmm. when it when it was done at the time. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and now it's just like, mm. So I, I get what you're saying. Well, yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, my friend Melissa McQueen, she had never seen Ghostbusters, which was shocking to me, right? And yeah. so I showed it to her, going, like, oh, you're going to love this movie. And she was like, meh. Yeah. And I remember thinking Ghostbusters was the greatest thing. You know, John Arts in the chat room, a Republican of the show, John Arts, he said, the first time I saw it, mad, 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 I laughed so hard, I cried. Hmm. I, it's almost like what we were talking about, like, with Disneyland. Like, when I went with Disneyland with my roommate, who's never been, mm-hmm. he was like, hmm, this is weird. And I was like, wait, Snow White ride? Because it's, like, nostalgic, and it was very cool when I was six years old. Yeah, but then, and, okay, I understand that. I know what you mean, right? But then how do you yeah. explain people, like... Taylor the Latte Boy, who didn't move to Orlando till he was like well into college, you know, and and he went to Disney older, and he's fucking obsessed with Disneyland. Yeah, I think there's there is something kind of like that hooks people with like it's weird to say it, but like the magic of Disneyland. Mm-hmm. I think that is what kind of hooks some people. Mm-hmm. Um, but Mario didn't get into it. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, look, is that shocking? I think I think it more says more about the person than it does. Yeah, Luke uh, Stammen in mm-hmm. the chat also said that Back to the Future is one of these movies, and that mm-hmm. is so true, so true. I yeah. rewatched the first Back to the Future movie and was mm-hmm. kind of unimpressed recently. You know, people in the chat room are saying very interesting points because, yeah, because Back to the Future was very important to me as a child because they filmed a lot of those scenes right where I grew up. And so the fact that there was this cool movie when I was a little kid that was filmed where I grew up that was very, very important to me. Skirt Russell talks about Hocus Pocus because I've read articles about Hocus Pocus. The movie with Bette Midler and Kathy and Jimmy yeah. and uh, uh, what's the name? Sarah Jessica Parker. Sarah- yeah, and the you know the uh, younger generation is very very tied to this movie, but it was roundly criticized as seen as a terrible movie when it came out. But the thing is, Disney made it right. It's a Disney film, or mm-hmm. whoever made it, it, they showed it a lot on Disney Channel constantly, and so people have grown up with this film and think of it as a great film, have very fond memories memories of it, and um. And uh, but but I think if I think yeah if an adult watches they might not like it. Hmm. I wanted to say real quick, Joey, the campfire in Paradise, California, is like super destructive and deadly, and are we're thinking about people who are dealing with that. Mm-hmm. Um. So at the time we're recording this, I think up here twenty nine people have died. Yeah. And then the fires down in L- the L A area, you guys have lost a few people too. Yeah. Our state's just on fucking fire and. That makes me sad, and um, I wanted to say that. Are you? How's the air quality where you're at? Oh, I told you, I'm having this post-nasal drip. Uh, I know you're like, 31 people have died. I'm like, Mike Lawson, I have post-nasal drip, right? Well, I asked. I asked. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, no, I, I'm, I'm going to assume this is a new story we're going to talk about here. But um, is I thank you to a lot of people who have contacted me privately and they've been asking how I'm doing or whether – because, you know, they know I spend a lot of time in Malibu. And they've been right. asking about Chris and Mercedes and all my friends. I will say all my friends are out. They've, they've evacuated and they're safe from the fire. Also, it happens to be I'm optimistic about the likelihood of their homes catching on fire. Not that it won't, that it won't happen because they're in very, very, very south Malibu. And right now, right now, the fire is further north. Malibu is sure. very long and thin, but um, hopefully, I mean, anything can happen with these winds. But so we're, we're praying that nothing happens, and we are sad for the people who have had happen, stuff happen to them. But right now, everyone's fine. What okay. about you? Well, good. I'm. I mean, I don't know anybody in Paradise. Um, I know some people in kind of like Chico that the fire is creeping towards, but um, at this time, nobody who's had to evacuate. Um, but the air quality up here is really shit, and. Uh, yesterday I went out, I went to the batting cages yesterday. Um, I know weird, but I did that yesterday and like, damn all like afternoon, evening, I was like coughing and Mm -hmm. wheezing. So, um, it's gross, but I'm alive and all my stuff is not on fire. So I'm doing okay. Yeah. But so, um, I also had one news story I wanted to tell you because, um, it relates to me. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, this was last Friday. Yeah. BART evacuated and closed a, a station. BART is our Bay Area rapid transit kind of train that we have up here. Sure. After a rider reported a suspic- suspicious package on board a train. Joey, I was on that train. Oh, were you really? 
Yeah. Did so you place the, the bomb? I, say it again. Did you place the package? No. So I was on that train. We were. I was headed actually to San Jose for a date where somebody was going to throw up on my lap, uh-huh. and uh, I was sitting on the train. We kind of got stopped. They they made an announcement that they were stopping for unknown reasons, mm-hmm. and then we just kind of sat there, pulled into a station, and then when that happened, bomb sniffing dogs came on. They, I guess, they pulled the package off. There was nothing really weird about it. And we went, but we were delayed probably about a half an hour. Um, and they never told us what happened until we got off the train. And then they kind of explained what was going on. But so, oh, so I, you had no idea. That, did, did, did you see the package? No, it wasn't on the car I was on. Um, I didn't. I had no idea why we were stopped. And they just said that there was like police activity at the station in front of us, so we had to wait a minute. And then minutes turned into like 15. And then he was like, the conductor was like giving us updates. And then um, when we pulled into the train station, they made us do something weird where they didn't open every every door. We all had to like walk through the train to the front of the train. So I'm guessing it might have been on the back. Mm -hmm. And so nobody was allowed out of the train until you walked all the way to the front. And then they opened that front door Mm -hmm. where we could get off. Um, and then we just like stood in a tra- the train station for a while until they like figured everything out. Um, but I didn't die. There was no bomb on our train, mm-hmm. and I eventually did get to San Jose, so I could get thrown up on. The end. Jose. Uh, well, that's great. Um, what else? Any news what? stories you have or anything? I mean, the fire, the election, the election. How, what did you think about this election we had? Uh, it was an election, and it was had, and that's it. Well, don't you think it's funny that uh, uh, I know John Marti, his fingers are on the keyboard right now, Republican of the show, John Marti. But like, uh, Dana Rohrabacher, for those of you who yeah. super conservative, Putin's favorite uh, politician, right? He was called mm-hmm. was ousted. Out of very conservative district, by uh, a former Republican, now Democrat, who ran against him and and beat him. Uh, I was very happy about that because he's a racist asshole. And all these stories about him being a whore are totally coming out. Also, uh, you know, the, the, there's two other races that are important. In that, Mimi Walters, she's holding on to her lead, but by very, 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 very slim margin. Votes are still being counted, and every time votes are counted. She loses more and more of her lead. Same thing with this young Kim in my district over here in Orange County. And uh, she's barely holding on to her lead against Gil Cisneros. Her lead is looking a little bit stronger than Mimi Walters. But there's a chance that there is a chance, slim as, as it may be, is... Oh, sorry. John Marti. Correction. It's John Art. Republican of the show, John Arts. Sorry. Um, oh. I said John Marti by accident. Um, yeah. But... Um, so uh, there is a uh, slim chance that for the first time since 1930 that um, Orange County might be all blue. It's a slim chance, but it's st- there's still a chance it might yeah. be all blue. Well, it's certainly bluer than it was before the election. And yeah. um, there's somebody that I – I mean he used to go to – remember when I would do drinking liberally out yeah. in Santa Ana? Um, he was – I 
think he was on the Young Democrats of Orange County when I was when I sat on the executive board of that organization. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if we overlapped exactly, but um, there's a dude who just won Daryl Issa's seat, Daryl yeah. Issa who retired, um, named Mike Levin, mm-hmm. and he's going to Congress. So I don't know. It's a, it's a bluer county than it was when we started, and I I mean. I you and I have talked about this. I started a blog called The Liberal OC, almost yeah. like tongue in cheek, like, oh, it's the few of us in the shadows because there's not a lot of us here. And it's kind of cool to see that that's kind of becoming a thing. Well, also, didn't um, you start the Orange County branch of Drinking Liberally? Yeah, that was me, totally. Yeah, which is so funny because I was at men's group last week and someone brought up, like, oh, there's this Drinking Liberally, blah, 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 blah. blah. And I was like, oh my God. My fr- I didn't want to say anything there, but I was like, I didn't want to be all name droppy. Like, yeah. oh, my friend who doesn't live here anymore started that. Yeah. Um, so, there. I mean, there's some good stuff. And, you know, I, I, I don't take any credit for that. I feel like the, there were people that were liberal and progressive and wanted to kind of find community. And all I did was kind of like register stuff, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and kind of bring those people that were there into something that they wanted. Mm-hmm. So. Um, that's cool, but good job, Orange County, uh, for once. Yeah, good job, Orange County. Uh, what else you got going on, Mike Lawson, in your personal life? Um, oh, I I do have one more story, and I really just want your opinion on this. Sure. It's a fast one. Sure. So there's this iPhone app called Grinder. Yeah. You heard of that? Grinder? Sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it's for yet, but mm-hmm. like, I don't know. You want? You know? You ever hear of those sandwiches? Yes. It's for that. It shows you where all the places that serve like uh, sandwich, shaved meat and sandwiches are. Oh. Like a sub. So like when they subway. said, do you want head, they're talking about head cheese? Mm-hmm. Is that what? Mm-hmm. They sure are. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, okay. So uh, I'm on this grinder app. I don't spend a lot of time on it. I'm kind of disgusted by it and mm-hmm. really losing my attention. Like, I don't know. I go. It makes me an awful person. We've talked about this many times before, but briefly i get to this point where like i I even feel disgusting saying it because it's like it's a character defect of mine i think Mm -hmm. so on this app if you don't hook me right away i just stop talking to you which Mm -hmm. is disgusting and i know that um but like i don't know people will send messages and i'm like "Mm, i don't i just i'm here for a second to see what i got and then i close the app and then those messages kind of fade away and I'm basically rude. I am rude. And I I recognize that. But I also feel like that's what the app is. I don't know. Anyway, I'm on this Grindr app. Yeah. And occasionally, I'll get someone who will send, like, a few photos. They won't say hello. They won't say anything. They just have, like, uh, I don't know, a picture of a beach or a picture that of approach. I don't understand that approach. I don't get it. A sunset. I think what it is is they are discreet, so to speak. They don't want people to know that they're on the app necessarily, and mm-hmm. they want the control of like revealing that they're on the app. Yeah. So if they have their face as their default photo, you can click and you're like, oh, Joe's on the app, versus if it's a sunset, Joe can message you and say, like, here's my photo. I am Joe. Mm-hmm. And you, you retain that control. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like it or hate it, I don't know. But um, this happens. People will send messages. So, uh, I don't know, months ago, some dude sent me, like, a few photos. I'm like, hmm, whatever. And I never responded. Yeah. And then, I don't know how, I haven't told this story. Um, so, I don't really know what I should, oh, you know what? And then, I 
at work, mm-hmm. uh, one of my duties is to sort of interview and fill positions for a specific role. Mm-hmm. And so I interviewed a few people, including it turns out I didn't recognize it at this time at the time, but I interviewed the dude who sent me those photos. Okay. <gasps> oh, really? Yeah. Joe, I interviewed him, offered him a job, and I we've I've been like training him in his new job already. Uh-huh. Okay. I bet you have. But after I interviewed him, mm-hmm. offered him the job, but before he started the job. Mm-hmm. He sent me those same three photos on Grinder again. Uh-huh. Isn't that weird? Like we, I interviewed him, so he like knew. I, I'm assuming he recognized me. Yeah. And then he sent those three photos again. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you say? Yes. I don't know. It was just really weird. At the interview, I did say something because he's like an actor. So I'm like, I, I'm sure I've seen you in something because he Can looks. Can you super send me the pictures, please? I need to see those pictures. Say it again. Can you send me those pictures, please? Yeah. Sh- well, I had to get on Grinder to do it, but yeah, they're not sex pictures. Thank God. Like he didn't send because that's a thing too, where like you're just like sitting there on Grinder doing your own thing, and then someone's like, uh, "Here's my picture with me holding a baby. Here's a picture of me at a wedding. Here's a picture of me spread eagle showing my asshole. Yeah, <laughs> wearing a jock strap. That's a thing too on Grinder, right? Oh, I wonder – I think I blocked him. I wonder if – would. don't you think the block is like a healthy choice too? Well, I don't want to work this with him to continue. Though. Say it again? You have to work with him. Yeah. I Well, first of all, anyone I work with, if I see him on Grindr, I will block them because I don't oh, want really? them to – you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Oh, my God. How do I even find it? Because he – he doesn't have a picture, so I have to like go through all my messages to see who. Okay, braggy. No, <laughs> I, I actually just found it. Okay. Oh no, Joey! He did actually talk. So on Wednesday, October tenth, he sent three photos, mm-hmm. and he said morning, mm-hmm. and I said nothing back. Mm-hmm. And then at ten, that's at ten forty nine, and then at ten fifty five, he said, "How's your morning going?" Yeah. Ugh. Have you, then, have you noticed any kind of sexual tension at work on his end? No. Mm-hmm. Not exactly, no. Mm-hmm. Then on September, October, I mean, on Sunday, October 14th, he said, Hi, handsome, how's your Sunday? And then in the meantime, we I interviewed him and I offered him a job. Then on Friday, November 2nd. No job. No. On Friday, November 2nd, he said, Morning, handsome. And then he sent three photos again. The same three photos. You're kidding uh, oh god! To I send them to you, I, I have to save them. <laughs> can't you take a screenshot? Okay, of like all of them. Yeah. Okay, hold on. I have to move my mic to do this. I was sitting very comfortably, but okay. You have I'm to move your mic to take a screenshot. Right. Well, I was like real sitting backwards, so the mic was kind of like in one hand, mm-hmm. and screenshots requires. And this requires both hands. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so for I everyone know, listening, my... um, if you're listening later, if you're listening to, now, this is the – I'm going to tell you something while you do this. You need yeah. to stick around, maybe not for today's After Breakfast show, but for other – yesterday, we were doing an after show for the Dragula show that I'm on. Oh, he's very cute. Uh, Joe, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. This is where – Even our, the, uh, that middle picture is very the guy with the cigar. 
so he sent me he, three pictures. One of them is he's holding on to like a wall, like he's it's like he, it almost looks like he's trying to poop, right? It's not, it's not a flattering picture, but okay. Uh, the middle picture, he looks like he's doing his best Jack Nicholson, and then the third picture is very cute. He actually, you know, who he kind of looks like in the third picture. Who? Podcasting's Brian Safi. You think so? Yeah. They have, you know, they're they are. He's a he. He's not an unhandsome man. Mm-hmm. I think he's just not my type. And something that interestingly, I pick up on this, and I don't think maybe. Maybe you you like it even. He has like like a musical theater sort of personality. Mm-hmm. That's very like. And the second picture is I see it exactly, and it's what you see as the cigar guy. Yeah. He's kind of like I don't know showy and like. Yeah, I wouldn't. I like he's that part. cute. He's I wouldn't cute. like that part. I wouldn't like that part. Even though I and I've talked about this in the show, I love femme guys. I am not femme phobic. I am femme. Yeah. Whatever I'm okay with them too, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love femme. Turned on by it, right? Uh, yeah. The guy I'm seeing is pretty femme, right? Not super femme, but yeah. kind of femme. And uh, he bur- bursts into musical theater songs and stuff like that. But then I, it drives me up the wall in a good way. So, um, but 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 if you're saying like he's oh, like over the top musical theater, that would bother me though. Like real quick, Joey. Also, yeah. I need to say, years ago. Like a decade ago, I did graphic design for an actor who mm-hmm. sent me like a hundred photos of himself yeah. and wanted all of them on this website. Mm-hmm. And one of them was him. It was actually a cigarette, but Joe called it a cigar. Yeah. And it was kind of like super cheesy, almost like um, uh, like a Marx brother <laughs> looking photo. <laughs> yeah, like and Groucho he- Marx. Yeah, like Groucho Marx posing was a cigar. And to show that Joe and I's relationship hasn't changed much in a decade, I was like, hey, this guy's kind of cute. Let me show you photos of him. And I was like sending you photos of him. Yeah. And one of them was this cigar or cigarette picture that you thought was so funny and has just kind of been a, I don't know, a reference in our friendship. I have it somewhere, either on Dropbox or on my Amazon photos or something. Yeah. And I'm going to find it. Uh, I have pic- a picture of you replicating. That's, what, that's what I'm saying. The me replicate. You have it handy. You should put it on Twitter so people look at it. Okay, um, I'll figure that out yeah. in a moment here. But anyway, uh, uh, that is so. So anyway, so what what are you gonna do if he if he talks to you at work? Well, I mean, like we talk at work. Like we have had many conversations. I'm training him. I'm. I mean, I I'm not taking the lead on his training, but I am certainly part of it, and mm-hmm. I have had one-on-one conversations with him. Uh, he's getting ready for lunch, and he pulls. he's reading, like, the RuPaul book. And so we talked about RuPaul and our favorite queens and how they announced the Wait, wait, hold All-Star on. Did you cast. recommend my podcast to him? I didn't pimp out your podcast. I'm really afraid to do it because I just oh, am so afraid people right. are going to find me in this. That's true. You know what? I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll make you a deal. Yeah. On the next season of the podcast, I won't put catch. Well, I don't think catching up's mentioned. Well, on the outro, I'll just take catching up out. You do whatever you want to do. I'm not mad about it. I just well, no, am not. I don't want. I don't want people finding the show either. I like uh, the story I'm going to tell right now. I'm deathly afraid people will find it. <laughs> I like the people who listen to this. Yes, I don't want yes. necessarily need people from my office listening. Yes, yes. If you find it naturally, just through finding it, I am totally fine yeah. with that. But I don't need people from group finding finding this show. I don't need people from my. Li- I don't need. 
uh, people from uh, my undergrad prep world or any right. world. I don't need them finding this show. I don't Even – I mean there are, there are people at my job who – I would go to lunch with him. We would chat and I might bring up my friend Joe and I'll be like, oh, you know what? You should listen to this. You could listen mm-hmm. to this. You should find Joe. And there are certain people that I would allow that. Mm-hmm. And then there's other people who like, I want to reserve the right to maybe talk about them. <laughs> yeah. So I so. think in the, in, in from moving forward, I'm never going to mention catching up on the shows again. Okay. I'm never going to mention it ever. Yeah. <laughs> This is just a secret thing that we, everyone listening right now, which is so funny because the biggest audiences we get uh, on the chat room are for catching up. Well, no, it, it, you know, a, a, a promoted show on 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 uh, Drag Race, we can't get this size, but this is like one like this is this is gigantic, you know, for us. So yeah. we're 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 glad that so many of you are here to listen to us live. But it's so funny. But it's just for you guys, okay? It's just for you. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, okay. So, so I'm I'm just so, not gonna look this in the eyes, and I'm just never I'm gonna pretend like it never happened. And you have to bring in it a up. weird like, way. Don't you have to call? Grindr, don't you think I call it? You have to call it. No, I don't have to call it. I am not gonna call it. There is no way I have the courage to say anything about this. Oh. There's no way. I would just say, hey, listen. You know, I saw that we've talked on Grinder, and uh, I I think it's best if I, I'm gonna block you, but it's not anything personal. Just I just don't want to mix my personal and my work life. And now that he works there, you have a perfect excuse. But do I not then have to acknowledge it? He's like, hey, good morning, handsome. And then the next morning, hello, how's your Sunday? But and you then said the you were already time, interviewing him by that point. What? You said you were already interviewing him by that point. Yeah, but I'm saying like, no, no, no. He hit me up twice before I interviewed him. <clears throat> oh. And then hit me up again after the interview. Yeah, well, I think uh... – I think then you can't. Then you can't acknowledge it. You're right. Yeah, I'm just gonna block him and then pretend like it never happened. Grinder's also stupid. Where people, I don't know how true it is, but messages don't always come through. Mm-hmm. So maybe I could just pretend like, oh, I never saw that. <laughs> oh, you did? Oh, huh? Oh, I just get so many messages. Hmm. No, I just never saw it. Um, so anyway, that's my life. What's, do you have any other stories or what's going on next week? What are okay. we doing? Well, Is I'm going to tell bank? a quick story. So for those of you who listen later, I told a story on After Breakfast last week that I'm just going to give a very – this is – okay. This is why – let's promote After Breakfast right now. Every week at 8 a.m. Pacific on Mixler.com slash Drag Race Recap, Mike and I get together and we record this episode of Catching Up Live. Okay, live. live. And then after we record the episode, we stick around for a few minutes and we might tell stories that we wouldn't otherwise want on the air. Okay. So uh, last week I told a story. I'm just going to give a brief TLDR of what I said last week, which is I um, went out for coffee with a friend. Okay. And the friend's boyfriend uh, broke up with him in front of me. Right. And yeah. the boyfriend was a mess. And then I found out that the boyfriend was this horrible monster. It was good riddance, but I couldn't convince him of that. And I was giving him advice and also that the boyfriend had um, physically abused him. Okay. And the the friend's <clears throat> previous boyfriend committed suicide after yeah. he broke up with yeah, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> This story stuck with me. I yeah, felt yeah. so awful for the guy. Yeah, yeah. So then I was like – and I'd given advice because they were living together. And he wanted out to get out of his lease and blah, 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 blah. He was worried. Okay. So after we spoke, I said, you know what? I bet – oh, because that – on Monday night – we record on Mondays. Monday night, 
my friend was going to meet up with. So then I so I text him Monday after we record, and I say, "What's going on? How's it going?" He goes like, "Oh, um, the boy ex boy my ex wants us wants to meet up uh, wants to meet up and have a conversation, but he wants it to be in private somewhere." Uh, and I was like. Make it a public place. Do not go anywhere in private with him. And he's like, but he doesn't want to be in public. He wants to have like a private conversation. I'm like, no. Right? Mm-hmm. So then he goes that night and then I don't hear from him. So then on Tuesday, I message him, right? Now, I don't usually tell stories that don't involve me, but it's going to involve me in a second. I go, hey, how did it go last night? And he goes, it went great. Uh, we really talked it out and now we're back together. And I was like, ugh. And he goes, and I told him all about you, and now he wants to meet you. What are you doing this weekend? Okay. okay. And I was like, one, there's one of two things was going on, and none of them was good. Okay? Yeah. One, option number one is, um, uh, option number one is, you know, he wants to kill me. <laughs> okay? Like, why else would the boyfriend want to meet me? Okay? Option number two, and you know this is exactly what it is, and I'd rather have him uh, kill me, is, you know what it is, is that the boyfriend was like, I don't like you hanging out with this guy. I don't know who this guy is. And he was like, you know, my friend was like, no, you don't need to worry. He's this old, fat, gross troll. And I'm, You're I, so mean to and, yourself, Joey. And he goes, I bet. And he goes, and the boyfriend was like, no, I don't believe you. It's some hot guy. He's like, you know what? If, if you meet him, you're going to realize you have nothing to worry about. And I know that's exactly what it is. I know that's what it is. The boyfriend wants to meet me because my friend wants to go like, look, this is who I'm hanging out with. And the boyfriend's going to be like, okay, you're good. All right, hang out with him all you want. You, Mike, you know that's exactly what it is. No, I think... Well, I don't think that I'm going to – I'm not going to participate in this conversation very much, Joey. Just tell a story. I think you're being mean to yourself, and I think that it's significantly more kind of like innocent than that. And he probably has just said like, look, you have nothing to worry about. You should meet him. We are just friends. And I think that that's fair. Okay. Well, But go on. Well, look, I said no. It was supposed to be this past weekend. I said, I, I just said, I don't think I'm really interested. And um, uh, then I just kind of let that. I haven't heard from him. He hasn't heard. Like, in theory, we're supposed to hang out tonight, and I don't think it's going to happen. Like, okay. I, I think, I don't know. I think, that I, here's the other thing, too. Regardless of what the reason is, regardless, and I think you will agree with this. I know you'll agree with this. I don't want to get wrapped up in their tornado no, yeah. of drama. Either way, you know? I don't want to get wrapped up in their tornado of drama. So uh, I, I just have to like – he's a really cool guy and uh, I like hanging out with him. But like he's wrapped up in shit that I just don't want to deal with the end. I think that that's fair. Um, the shitty part is like is your absence in all of this going to make anything better? I don't know. I'm not saying that you're doing the wrong thing. I'm just saying I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll talk to the friend. We'll see. It also, here's the other deal. It would be a good story for the show if I met up with him. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it for a story. Um, ugh. All right. What do you I, got going I, on next week? Oh, you have more to say? No, I have no more to say. I have nothing going on next week except for work shit. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we actually have no show in house, so oh, really, I should have. A, I should have a really light week. Um, yeah, I have nothing. <laughs> What's going on with you? Um, you know, I don't. I don't have anything going. I look at my calendar right now. I don't have anything going on this week either. Okay. It's going to be a great well, what, week next week for stories. Yeah, you, you don't want to miss next week's episode yeah, recorded I mean, live. I know. It's going to be so I, – I can't believe we don't want people to listen to all these uh, fantastic stories. Well, who all right, Joey. Hear well, these shows? Nice up with you. Go to hell, Mike. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Contact Mike and Joe and listen to all of their old episodes at catchinguppodcast.com. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and on Twitter at cupodcast. Follow Mike Lawson on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson. And follow Joe Batance on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batance. The theme song was written and performed by Rich Green, and the closing music was arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. I'm your Auntie Vera Charles saying farewell until the next time Mike and Joe call one another and catch up. It's what they do every single week. Without fail, they never miss a week.